What up, it's D, and today we're going to be going over the three biggest, easiest, and fastest secrets for your best A1C ever, now, and forever. Yeah, I know that sounds crazy. However, I'm actually going to yank the covers off, and I'm going to give that to you in today's um, episode. And at the same time, I'm also going to give you a bonus one. Now, real quick, um, first and foremost, let me tell you right now, look, for any of the early listeners, um, you know, I... Um, I'll let you know right now, first off, let me tell you, I am super humbled and I'm grateful and I'm thankful for every single one of you because I'm not going to lie, like a lot of times I will go ahead and, you know, upload these episodes, right? And then um, I'll wake up in the morning and then, because I normally have them, you know, released at midnight or whatever. And then, uh, you know, when I get up in the morning, um, I'm usually up at like, you know, like 4.30 when I'm working out with my boy, or if not, I'm usually up, you know, like around six latest, usually like 5.45 or whatever. And I'm not gonna lie, like I usually check my stats in the morning and I'm stoked. I'm super, super stoked. And I'm super, super humbled when I see, you know, like the numbers go up. And so thank you. Thank you. At the same time, um, I do want to apologize because um, I'm actually, I'm you know, releasing this one late. And here's why I'm really, really proud. And I'm really, really I'm now on a mission and like after getting so much of the feedback that I'm getting first and foremost, thank you first, first and foremost, thank you. At the same time, I'm completely, I just ripped down, um, you know, everything on the 21 day, um, you know, transformation challenge. And what I really want to do, and I'll tell you right now, I got really, really inspired, um, you know, just recently, initially something planted a seed and then I saw something else that really just skyrocketed. So let me tell you what it is right now. My goal more than anything is to not only give like with this podcast more than anything is to give other people just like you and I a platform. Okay. From across the entire health and wellness dietary spectrum. Okay. And I want to give everybody a voice who's turned things around that way. You know, we can all lift each other up, love and support each other and give each other answers in ways that we've never been able to do before, right? And so I'm super, super humbled by that. And more than anything, I also want to do something that you never see anyone else doing, which is I really want to take this thing, and a huge shout out to Doug. So as of right now, um, this is being released on Thursday. Um, you know, there's going to be a, a, um, a conference called Low Carb uh, Boca uh, by our beloved friend and brother, uh, you know, Doug Reynolds, if you saw the last, uh, or you listened to the last episode there on, you know, like changing the world and how he had, you know, gone from his humble beginnings and now literally just super humble guy, right? If you actually listen to that episode and now literally has some of the best minds around him and they're literally turning the consensus of like everything from like, you know, type two diabetes, metabolic disease, cancer, PTSD, everything like that on its head. Well, I was really inspired because, you know, I, um, if you haven't seen, there's this documentary, okay. And it's on Netflix, um, and real quick, um, before I say another word, um, you know, by all means, um, we all know that what works for everybody is different. Do not use any of the information that I'm sharing here to treat, diagnose, or cure, you know, any metabolic condition, any metabolic disease, whether it's type two diabetes, cancer, or whatever, any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. Naturally, whether I'm sharing what's, you know, working for me, I'm really just yanking the covers back to give and really kind of like inform and inspire as many people that have the same metabolic condition that I have. Um, and even when I do have everything from specialists, doctors, trainers, researchers, or whatever, um, you know, by all means, like, please know that it's not, it does not condone one-on-one, uh, you know, counsel or anything like that. Okay. Like but at the end of the day, you must do what your doctor tells you to do. And, you know, all changes must come from your doctor's care. Okay. So anyways, back to where I was, um, I saw this documentary 
and it was on um the um on the on the pharmaceutical industry. If you have Netflix, I highly suggest that you check it out. Okay, it's called Dirty Money. Okay, and what it's called is called Drug Short. And long story short, what they're doing is is they're talking about the pharmaceutical industry, right? Like we all kind of know that one all too well, right? At the same time, they also talked about this gentleman and the specific company called Valiant. Where long story short, I'm sure you probably already know. Um, it was the there was a there was one gentleman that was kind of like put as the face of going out and taking people that had very little option with their prescriptions and started cranking up the prices. Okay, started cranking up the prices. Um, and literally just, you know, a lot of them well over, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, and even like 40 times what they were originally selling. Um, and it, it's really sad when you actually see some of these people that they have inside of, you know, this documentary. Well, to come full circle, um, if you want the free, a free thing like that is that on vice, okay. Vice, um, just on YouTube, they have a video regarding prescriptions. And ironically, I was just kind of flipping through, um, you know, watching it on the TV or whatever. And it actually popped up that this is also happening, you know, naturally, we all know it for like type two diabetes, they had a diabetic on there and how they're actually like going out and making their own drugs. I'm not saying make your own drugs. But what I'm saying is, is they also get into the same thing. And how a lot of these drug companies are, you know, spiking the prices, right? And um, by all means, I'm not saying that, you know, it's a conspiracy against the man or anything like that. However, we can't necessarily help but acknowledge the truth for what it is, right? For example, I'm not really much of a political guy. However, when there was a um, a podcast with um, with Bernie Sanders on the Joe Rogan podcast and he brought up a really good point, right? So basically you can go and he actually, they documented it, right? So they took type two, or they took diabetic medicines here in the U S went over to Canada. And I'm not saying, you know, one healthcare system versus, and I'm not even touching any of that. But what shocked me was that they were literally getting the same exact brand, same exact medicine, same exact dosage. I think at like one tenth of the cost, right? Like literally. And you're like, okay, there's a huge issue here. Um, as to why we here stateside are paying far more. And unfortunately, it's leading to, you know, the travesty of a lot of different people. And so I come full circle in saying that because what I want to do is inside of this new 21 day blood sugar and really just transformation challenge, I want to do what no one else is doing. I really just want to yank the covers off and I want to give it away for free. Um, I really want to go out and take a lot of the information that's literally changed my life. And whenever I share a lot of these concepts and stuff like that, really just make it super, super straightforward. Um, because at the end of the day, like I think a lot of these different diets do have a lot of things that we can carry forward. And I think that at the end of the day, we're actually playing a a much bigger game, a much more meaningful game. And I want to, I want to just want to do my part and really kind of like humble myself. So I'll tell you right now, let me just shut up about it. But um, what I really want to do is I want to give you inside of that free, the new updated free 21 day transformation challenge. Um, you'll, I'll, I share all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never hear anyone else share with you before. Um, I literally share with you how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise or any hardcore dieting whatsoever. Um, I literally share with you like the highlighter trick that allowed me to like shortcut the success behind a lot of these different diets out there. I show you the four pillar 
um, approach that you can use not only on any diet to really like, you know, reverse engineer the success behind a lot of these diets, but at the same time, allow you to like really just kind of like eat and be yourself with everyday foods as well, which I'm going to cover right now to like really just kind of give you a taste of that. And I give all of this stuff away for free. In fact, even on day one, I give a free VIP pack download where you can get everything from a video series that I give you where I actually show you an easy A1C kickstart. I lose 11.3 pounds in three days doing no diet or no, no exercise, um, you know, no weird diet thing whatsoever. Just a really simple trip back to the basics. As crazy as it sounds. I also give you like 25, you know, free kickstart recipes and even an, e, uh, an easy A1C fast track guide. All of that stuff's for free. You can get it at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. So let's get down to business. Okay, so here we go. So the three biggest, easiest, and fastest secrets for your best A1C ever, both now and forever. Okay, so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to start, and this is all kind of a big catalyst um, that I had with a, a buddy of mine, a, a talk with a buddy of mine by the name of um, Gabriel. Um, obviously, you guys know Gabriel is you know one of our uh, you know one of our friend, friends and family members here on the podcast. And so, um, yeah, um, we were talking and we were just kind of like, you know shooting some ideas back and forth. And so, I want to give you some of the things that have not only like really helped me, but when I said it to him, he was it, you can kind of like see the light bulb go off in his head. So I do that and and humbly do that now with you in the hopes that it serves you as best as possible. Okay, so here we go. So the first thing, more than anything, is going to be the rule of five. And here's what I mean by that. Basically, it's a really simple um, ideology or a really simple uh, a trick tip strategy, if you will, that you basically just pick five meals or five foods for five days. Okay. And here's what I mean by that. Okay. So if you're anything like me, you may have tried like a different diet or whatever, you know, Hey, we go online and we check out all this other stuff. Right. Um, one of the, one of the probably biggest issues that we'll typically find is that, um, there's a, usually a huge gap, right? So for example, we eat one way, right. And then all of a sudden there's almost like this, we have to like completely ignore what we normally do, our natural taste and how we're normally to accustom eating. And we have to go 180 degrees, the exact opposite way, which, you know, Hey, at the same time, we've all done it, right. Gives us this awesome, you know, kickstart or whatever. We get these all really cool, this huge head start, um, you know, right out of the gates. However, a lot of times we can only suppress the way that we feel about our own natural tastes. And we can only ignore what our how our bodies normally and naturally eat for so long before that rubber band snaps, if you will, we come, you know, lassoing back. Right. And then whenever that happens, if you're anything like me, we kind of like fall off the rails. And then because there's that huge gap that we have to cross just to get back on the other side, right. It's hard and it feels hard to be able to bridge that gap. Right. So if you've ever fallen off and it's like, it feels impossible. It's almost like a fishbowl trying to get back on right this right now, what you're about to learn will not only can not only give you a foundation of foods that can serve you for the rest of your life. It can absolutely eliminate that happening once and for all. And it's called the rule of five. And basically when we start with five foods, five meals, here's what we're going to do. Okay. Number one, we're going to start with foods that we already love. Okay. That work well with our blood sugar. Okay. We're going to start with foods that we already love that work extremely well with our blood sugar that we're going to eat anyway. Okay. Whether we're dieting or we're not. Okay. And I'll tell you right now, a lot of times this is going to come in a low carb version. 
Okay, now naturally, there's a lot of different you know diets out there. When we, and I'm going to cover that here in a second. A lot of different diets out there, you know, helping type two diabetics, right? Um, I'll tell you right now, the low carb world, and I'm not just saying this because, you know, I, I live there or just because I had, you know, dug on and I'm a big, that's where I got a lot of my transformation. I'm saying that because inside of that world, when we look at all the different options and all the different ways it is now growing. Okay. We now have far more options than typically any other diet typically or lifestyle um, you know, dietary lifestyle will ever give us. Right. So for example, um, you know, I have friends and family that are vegan. High five to that. And I actually at one time was a vegan, um, in the same breath, um, you know, a lot of times if, and where let's say somebody's struggling and they're having a hard time and we do something like go on Google it cause it's free. Right. And we look up a clean protein and we look up something like, I'm just going to throw a random thing out there. Like, like salmon, right? Like people take salmon pills or oil pills, fish oil pills, what for their heart and stuff like that. Why? Because the omegas are good for everything from like the heart, the brain, the eyes, the skin, like who doesn't want good brain, eyes and skin. Right. So at the same time, like you probably won't find a vegan practitioner saying, Hey, test salmon. And if they're happy and their blood panel actually improves, Hey, do it, knock yourself out. You won't typically see that. However, you'll easily see that on the low carb side where they're saying, Hey, go ahead and enjoy salmon enjoy Turkey, enjoy chicken. And Hey, if you want to freaking load up on these nutrient dense vegetables and stuff like that, have at it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, knock yourself out. We see it all the time. Okay. And so, um, here's what I mean by that. When we go to the simple rule of five and we start with foods that we already love that work well with our blood sugar, we simply start with five, mo- five meals or five foods for the first five days. Okay. And here's why this is so vitally important. Okay. Number one, whether we look at any other diet or the foods that we already have, let's say we, or that we already enjoy, whether we're not even trying to do a dieting thing or not or whatever. Right. Cause what do we really want to do is I'm going to show you how to apply this to everyday foods to kind of like take that pressure and that, that, uh, that, um, that really that weight off your shoulders, if you will, and be able to re- make the game easier than ever before. All right. So let's say you have three meals a day. Okay. Three meals a day. And if all we did, was start with five meals for five days and you're only having three meals a day, well, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner or whatever, and if you're having snacks, just eat bigger meals so that way you don't have to snack, then the very most that you'll ever have to eat the same dish, right? So if you're not like like into, uh, you know, meal prepping and stuff like that, which, you know, some different things work for different people. If you like meal prepping, then this will make everything like the back of your hand like super, super easy, okay? So anyways, if you don't like meal prepping and you're kind of like me, you just kind of eat as is, the worst that you'll ever have to do or the most that you'll ever have to eat the same food is three times within a week, okay? Like that's not hard at all. So maybe once on a Monday, maybe once on a Wednesday, maybe once on a Friday, that's not a lot of hard work whatsoever. In fact, a lot of us do that as is whether or not we're dieting, right? Um, So what we do is we basically start with five meals, five foods for those five days. And the reason why we leave those other two days open, okay, is because that is when we essentially go out and we, you know, do everything from, you know, test other foods, play with other foods, enjoy time with our family, take these same ideologies that we're going to be covering right now and apply them to everything from some of your favorite restaurants, some of your most everyday foods, which we're going to get into more and more here in a minute. Okay. Now 
Once we do that, okay, simply by picking five foods that we already like, five meals that we already like, we do that on week one. We add another five the following week. Okay, the following week. So by week two, we have 10, right? Five plus five is 10. Super, super simple, right? The beautiful thing about that is like, let's say we are now intermittent fasting, okay? Or if you want to play with it, okay? The beautiful thing is by week two alone, you now have, you can now have a different meal, every single meal, every single day for those next five days, right? Then... Let's say for the following week, we add another three, right? Now, let's be real here. There's nothing hard about picking five meals or five foods, right? Like if you're anything like me, probably going to, you know, look online at foods that I like anyway, right? So by the time we get to week three, okay, week three, let's say we're not intermittent fasting and we have breakfast, lunch, dinner, okay, by week three alone, we can now have a different meal, every single meal, every single day for those five days, okay? So to put things in perspective, when we now look at a lot of folks struggling to hit that 90-day mark for a good A1C test because they're forcing themselves to eat the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, Right. And don't get me wrong. I was guilty of that, too. And that is a really easy way to win the game. However, let's be real here. Right. You do that. If you're expecting yourself to do that for the next 5, 10, 15 years, it's kind of like going to food jail. Right. The beautiful thing about the rule of five is that by week three. OK, by week three, we're now free. We have far more freedom than anyone else trying to beat themselves up doing it for 90 days. We have Far more options, far more freedom, way less weight on our shoulders by week three. And it's not a lot of hard work. All right. Like picking five foods, like five. You know what I mean? Like we've all done that. If, if, if we ever tried any diet. Now, here's let me give you some uh, a really cool trick right now to take that rule of five and crack it out of the park. OK, now. Number one is to start with foods that we're going to eat anyway. Right. Start with foods that we're going to be eating right now. OK, not not 180 degrees against what we eat every day. And if you want samples of this, um, if you want video samples of this, you can go ahead and check it out on the YouTube channel. Um, I do this eating pho. I do this eating at Sizzler with my grandfather's or my father-in-law's birthday party right now. I'll give you actually some examples right now. So when I first started doing this and really this questions started to pop into my head was I was actually playing with dirty keto when I first started with keto years, years back. And so here's some examples. Okay. Now, although I don't necessarily live in the keto world, you can do this anywhere. Let me give you some examples. Okay. So, um, at the time I was eating a lot of drive through burgers, Chinese food and drive through Mexican. Okay. And a lot of people, whenever they're like, dude, you're going to show me how to like lose weight and like control my blood sugar with Chinese food. Like, yeah, right, dude, like good luck. Right. So let's crack it out of the park right now. Right. So I'll show you how easy this is. First and foremost, let's start with a burger place because that's kind of a given. Right. Like, OK, a protein burger. Right. Like we've all kind of seen that one back of our hand, like no big deal. But let's 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 make sure that I we give you a little more context to crack that out of the park. OK. So by my house, there used to be this uh, this fat burger. 
And let's take that perfect example. So number one, we already know that we can't have the bun and we can't have the ketchup because of the sugar, right? So let's flip that on its head. Now to show you just how easy this is, I can literally just say, okay, give me a cheeseburger, right? Don't give me the bun. Don't give me the sugar. And then I can literally just list, read off the condiment list and all the other options that they have and just pick out all the other ones that I'm going to like that will work well with my blood sugar. Okay, so let me give you some examples right now. All right, give me another patty. Give me another slice of cheese. Give me blue cheese crumbles. Give me full fat ranch dressing. Give me sauteed mushrooms. It's fat burger, right? Give me a fried egg. Give me bacon. Give me guacamole. Give me the spicy mustard, right? Give me one of the deli meats, whether that's pastrami, roast beef, um, you know, like turkey on top of it, whatever. What is that, 11? Right, so we got rid of two and we got 11 in its place, like, I can literally stuff my face like I'm at the county fair. And by the time I have that, you know, that crazy burger, it's going to look like I'm eating at the county fair and my blood sugar ain't going to flinch, right? Like it ain't going to move for nothing. Like folks can't even tell that I'm eating to control my blood sugar. Okay. And I'm going to get down like nobody's business. Okay. Now, uh, Mexican food. Okay. That's an easy one too. Right. Obviously, um, if you love Mexican food, I love Mexican food. One of my f- this really kind of dawns on me when I was eating a bunch of street tacos. Right. Love me some tacos. OK. Um, naturally, whenever we eat these tacos, can't have the tortillas, especially if they make them fresh, taste super good. Right. Frisbee, those things. Let's play the same old swap game. What can we put in this place? Cool. Give me some of the sour cream, guacamole, cheese. Right. We get rid of one. We're getting three in its place. Like, dude. Right. Like I'm winning. Like we're winning all day long. Like you can't eat Mexican food, right? Um, another perfect example. This was actually one of my favorite shortcut hacks, secrets, whatever you want to call it for the longest time, which was Chinese food. Okay. So I walk into this Chinese food place. Long story short, there's one by my house and we've been going there for years and I'm, there's this huge line behind me and I'm looking at the steam tray, right? Where you like, you get the entrees and you just point or whatever. And I couldn't tell the lady what I wanted because obviously I couldn't have anything there. Right. And I'm like, Oh gosh, that sucks. And so, um, I literally go up there and I'm, 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 I'm in the line in front of the line and the lady's like, all right, dude, what do you want? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Right. And I'm like, uh, and she's like, dude, like there's a line like, okay, like, can you please tell me what you want? And I'm like, I don't, and I didn't really know what to tell her because we've been going there for years. She's like, you want your usual. And she's almost about to start making me a thing. I'm like, no, 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 no. And so, um, she's like, look, man, you just got to tell me. And I'm like, I didn't know what to tell her. So I just, I just told her, the truth. I didn't know what else to tell her. Right. So I'm like, Hey, look at the end of the day, I'm a type two diabetic and I can't have any starch. I can't have any sugars and stuff. And she's like, Oh, that's fine. Like, just what do you want then? And I'm like, Oh, well, I can't have this. And she goes, well, what can you have? And she goes, um, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. And she goes, well, dude, just tell me what you can eat. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can have chicken. I can have beef. I can have fish. I can have all these different vegetables. And she goes, no worries. Next thing you know, she calls out the owner. The owner gets involved starts making me all these one-off dishes. The more that I went there, we started playing with all these different soups, all these different entrees, all these different one-off stir fries, things that he would make for himself, things that no one's ever seen on the menu, right? Next thing you know, all these people in line, they're like, dude, what's he having, right? Because the more that we would do this, he'd be all like, you know, super, super excited, super stoked. And people in line were like, dude, what's he having? I want that, right? Here's the beautiful part about it. At the time, I was tracking my macros, if you will, on um, on my fitness pal, right? And um, one of my favorite things to have is like the everything, you know, the everything chow mein, where they have like the the pork, the you know, the shrimp, the chicken, and all up in there, right? And it's like super greasy, and you can't help but love it, though, right? 
And the Chinese food place that I go to, it's like they almost have a contest on who can stack more food inside that little thing. In fact, it usually gets to the point where they have to literally tape it shut, right? So I, I, flipped, I was flipping through the app, and I found, like, the everything, uh, the everything um, you know, um, chow mein, just to find that a cup was, like, 500 calories. Then I whipped out a, I whipped out, you know, a measuring cup, and if I got it on a single serving right because you know the 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 rice and the chow mein or whatever if you go all chow mein on that monkey if i go single that alone was like 750 i went double that was 1500 calories without even the entrees saved on just that part alone you know just in a single meal okay like 1500 calories like that wasn't even hard dieting i was just telling him he was making me one-off meals right the best part about it is 100 fresh it was made just for me it wasn't held together with like that wallpaper paste the flavor was through the roof not only because it wasn't sitting under a heat lap for only lord knows how long it was totally fresh and it didn't have the paste holding it together so you know without that with all those fillers and all those other things in between like the flavors went through the roof it costed me maybe like two maybe at the most when i got quote unquote fancy 3 bucks okay to put things in perspective at the time for me to burn that 1500 calories i would have to run like 6 miles if you actually want to see things like that i actually show you the uh the my fitness pal um thing in there in the uh, in the in the vip a download that you get on day one of 21 uh, day blood sugar challenge as well as one of my running graphs or one of my running logs where it literally shows like how many calories I, um, I had to, um, I had to burn or how many calories I burned, you know, running, you know, like six miles at a nine minute mile. Right. Um, is that 1500 calories? Okay. Like three bucks versus having to run six miles. Okay. Huge night and day difference. Okay. And dude, my blood sugars, didn't like hardly even flinched okay and just to show you just how easy this this is you can literally do it in one sentence okay and i'm I'm recording this now at the end of winter okay super simple example all right here we go wonton soup no wontons extra protein done right just maybe chill on like the water chestnuts and stuff like that but other than that done right super super simple one sentence okay when we start with the foods that we're already going to eat anyway, okay, with those three things alone, because the vast majority of my foods were coming from those three places anyway, I was controlling my blood sugar without a lot of hurt, hard work whatsoever, right? I've got the, I've got the country, I've got the county fair burger, I've got street tacos in my face, and I can get down at the Chinese place with everyone wondering what the heck am I eating, and I'm cutting crazy calories without any extra work whatsoever, all while stuffing my face. Okay. Now, when we start with foods that we already love that we're going to eat anyway. Okay. Number one, it gives us an easy foundation that can now serve us for the rest of our lives. Number one. Okay. So for example, a lot of people see the way that I'm eating now and they're like, Hey, if you are um, you know, going to do the 21 day blood sugar challenge, which I highly suggest, I literally rip the covers back and we go from everything from diet to diet to diet to everyday food. So you can see what I'm talking about. I'm all about easy A1C and freedom for life. All right. That's this really what it's all about. And I show people that hand in hand. And I say that because um, if you had to take me 
from eating the way that I eat now, a lot of whole foods, a lot of, you know, unprocessed foods, it looks like quote unquote health food. To me, it's now natural. And I'm showing you now how to get there. If you ever had to stop me and say, D, you have to go to square one again. The world's going to you know, end or whatever. All right, cool. Um, you want to go for a burger? right you want to go for some mexican food high five you want to go down you want to get down on some chinese food all day long no worries at the same time we know how we just talked about doing that whole you know that whole 180 degrees and it causes us to snap back here's how we solve that once and for all okay so perfect example when we started when i started doing the whole protein burger thing right um you know i love you know burgers i love you know good old fashioned 4th of July barbecue, right? Like burgers and hot dogs, like good old fashioned Americana, right? Barbecue stuff like that. At the same time, I will make a lot of these things at home. I like making things at home now. And so when I started to make some of these things at home, not only did I find that I can actually buy like higher quality meats and stuff like that, um, I was actually able to save money, do it faster, far more nutritious, and give my, my myself and my family far higher quality ingredients for the same price, right? I started doing that and the beautiful thing is that here's just how simple that is. So I would go at home and I was like, start making myself protein burgers, right? Like who can't fry a burger patty and throw a piece of cheese on it? High five, right? Um, that obviously led me to doing like my own, like, you know, playing with different cheeses that they had or whatever. In the same time, I would get a lot of these things at Costco and I'm, here I am, I'm looking in the freezer section. Okay. So I went from hamburger patty to chicken patty to turkey patty to um, if you're at Costco, you know, the uh, the white fish patties, right? Because I like fish and chips, right? Like, you know, like a fish fillet or whatever. They use that same kind of white fish. It just doesn't have the breading on it. I would do that, right? Um, and that led me to eating like their salmon patties, right? I'm like, hey, wait a minute here. I'm just eating all these patties anyway, right? And so obviously like the chicken and the uh, the the, uh, the turkey ones I'd have you know with cheese and stuff like that obviously the fish ones I wouldn't unless you know you're you're a fan of the fillet of fish or something like that you know um so next thing you know I would start to see you know just like anyone else you see the chicken passing down the chicken aisle and maybe fresh fish going down the aisle and you just throw that in the cart and now we just bridge that gap from eating everyday fast food Two, making the same meals at home, the patties, if you will, then going from, you know, hamburger patty to chicken patty to turkey patty to, you know, obviously different protein patty, then going, taking those same ingredients that they're making those patties with and just getting the fresh version, right? Um, this really kind of started to click with me and really kind of take off. One of the easiest things that I used to bridge that gap was, you know, one of those, those broiler chickens or those, we call them bubble chickens that you get at like Costco or, or any of these places where they take a rotisserie chicken and they have it like these, these plastic bubbles. Right. I'm like, dude, like I'm actually having like fresh chicken that was cooked like within the, like right then and there in front of me and bingo, just like that. Right. Um, super, super simple. So now that we have that that five okay the five that rule of five now you can see look by the time on week three okay by the time we're on week three where a lot of other folks are struggling to make it 30 60 90 days for a decent a1c we shortcut that by week three cracking that monkey out of the park a lot of folks 
are going to be forcing themselves to do diet thing after diet thing after diet thing, we can easily eat foods that we already love that work easily with my, with our blood sugar foods that we're going to be eating anyway. Right. Super, super simple. Okay. Rule of five. Okay. Rule of five. Because again, now that we have, when we start adding on, right. And I'll tell you right now, like that alone, the rule of five is literally like the secret that I use to outpace and give myself not only more options than any one diet ever gave me, it allowed me to be myself. Okay. It gave me the freedom, not only to be myself, but then to step back and appreciate a lot of the specific nuances and benefits of these different diets and allowed me now the room to appreciate them at my own pace or even go into them with a higher level of respect and a higher level of ease, if you will, because now that I had these pieces laid out in front of me, I can easily start putting together you know, these pieces, very little work. And then if I wanted to, you know, obviously if I'm, if I'm done or whatever, um, I, I have now the freedom to go ahead and be myself. He's still easily control my blood sugar, very little work whatsoever, which now leads us to number two. Okay. Um, number, number two. And here's why real quick, let me just finish that last thought. When I say more options, because dude, if all we did is add five, add five, add five, Okay. Not only can we completely be cool by week three. Okay. Imagine if you just did that on a, like a Friday night, like let's say you're bored and you're staring at Facebook or you're looking around, which we all kind of do, you know, on like online, just watching whatever on YouTube or whatever. If we just glance, find another five, man, by the time you're on like week five, you know what I mean? Like you've got far more options than you probably ever we're looking for of foods that you already love that work well with your blood sugar. Okay. So secret number two is the four pillars. Okay. And here's what I mean by that. Um, so I got to a point where in my journey with type two, um, I started, here's where I started, right? So I started vegan and then, um, that didn't really work out. Um, and I, I'll go into it in the four twenty one 21 day challenge. So I don't want to get into it now, but I went vegan and it blew up. And if you want to know how and why it blew up in my face, um, I do cover it there. I'm not going to get into that here. But I went I went vegan, slow carb, then from slow carb to paleo, then from paleo to keto, then from keto to zero carb. And then at the end of the day, here's what ended up happening, right? So I was getting extremely good results doing keto and zero carb. And... There's this thing where you kind of like beat your chest for a while, right? Like you start a diet or whatever, and we feel good because of the results we're getting, right? We feel good because it affirms so much that we're doing. We feel good because there's always going to be like everything from a community to, you know, different, um, different pundits, right? Different specialists, dietary people, online personalities or whatever, pushing this stuff. And we feel great about it, which is awesome. Okay. At the same time, you can't help but notice like once you actually cross over and you're able to control your blood sugars, right? And you're able to get like a, you know, a decent A1C with like very little work or whatever. You're like, oh, okay. Um, and you kind of like mature from that, right? Kind of like, you know, when we all probably had a time in our lives where we loved listening to music with our like eardrums getting blasted out, right? Like we loved it so much, but like looking back, we might do that still. Sometimes I do it when I'm working out, but not as much anymore, right? We kind of mature from it, right? And so, but we still enjoy it here and there, right? So at the end of the day, 
here's what ended up happening. So my wife, my wife had me cleaning through some stuff and I ran into, so when the whole vegan thing blew up in my face, I threw away a lot of stuff at the time I, I went on, I did it, what everyone probably else does. I went on Amazon and I just bought everything I could, you know what I mean? All these different books, all these different documentaries, all this stuff. And when it blew up in my face, I basically chucked almost all of it. Um, I held on to just a couple of things. Um, one of them was like, you know, the Gerson therapy. Um, another one was like, you know, fat, sick and nearly dead, which is, you know, one of the, um, the, uh, documentaries that really inspired me in the beginning. I really still like Joe Cross's work. Um, uh, you know, the, the green juice, if you will, can work really well if you're, you know, fasting, um, and you're not eating anything else. Right. Cause obviously you might get a bump, but all the lows that we go through even out on the a one C or whatever. But, um, I came to this full circle where I was like, man, like what originally started me celebrating and kind of inspired me wasn't so much the diet. It was some of the stories, for example, Simply Raw, which is one of the other uh, doc, one of the other documentaries that inspired me, which are for type one and type two diabetics, was the fact that these people turned their lives around and they were doing it with, you know, just food and food alone. And. You, we see all of the same things that we see in every other day, right? You see like the born and after stories, you see these case studies, you see, you know, all these people holding up their weight loss and their A1Cs. And, um, I couldn't help but notice, like I was in this weird place because what was I supposed to do now? Like, although I didn't, I wasn't doing vegan at the time, what was I going to do? Go back to all these other type two diabetics, just like you and I, who are probably happy um, you know, good A1C, good, you know, the good blood panel, they turn their lives around and like, I can look into their eyes and like the new lease on life they have. And the fact that like the people around them love them. And what am I supposed to do? Smack them in the face and tell them that they're idiot and doing it wrong. Like, no, like they won the game, dude. Like that's what it's all about. Right. And, uh, and so I started to take a step back and I started to look at it more and more. I'm like a little more objectively. Right. And I was like, okay, at the end of the day, they're kind of going to show us as type two diabetics, the same things over and over. Right. So tell me you haven't seen this before. All right. You know, I was once whatever, and then the world sucked and then I was going to whatever. Right. And then I did this. And then now look, I lost all this other weight. I got an awesome A1C. And I'm not gonna lie, you're gonna see me doing the same thing, but only difference is I'm gonna like lay it all out there and probably in ways that they won't, just like we did with the whole five, you know, rule of five. Because that rule of five, you can apply that to paleo, zero carb, vegan, uh, obviously tacos, burgers, uh, you know, Chinese food, Thai food, per, you know, Peruvian food, Korean barbecue, uh, you know, vegan, whatever it is, right? So um, at the end of the day, they're showing off weight loss and for type two diabetics, usually the number one thing that really kind of hooks us, right? Which is going to be the same thing that our doctors prescribed us with or, you know, or diagnosed us with, you know, as a type two diabetic, the same thing that they're probably going to prescribe medicines with, right? Probably the same thing that they're going to um, tell us whether we're doing a good or a bad job, right? The same thing that most doctors, scientists, and researchers from around the world in these different case studies are going to look at when it comes to type 2 diabetics, which is our A1C, our blood sugar numbers. And even when we look past 
that and we look at things like C-peptide levels and fasting insulin scores, what's crazy is that on both sides of the scale, they're still looking at the same thing, right? And, um, And if you know of any other examples, please share, okay? Please let me know. Um, because you know, I'm, I'm totally down to like, you know, share what we're finding here, but, um, yeah, anybody with Google can basically see those three things at work. Right. And so I was like, man, like there's gotta be more to it at the end of the day when I hit that. And then I got to that point where I was like, look, man, um, I just want to be able to be myself. Like, I don't want to do this. I, I understand. I appreciate the diet thing. However, I just think, and I'm just saying for me for me a hundred percent for sure that if I was now in a place where I had to eat the same way, the same thing, every single meal, every single day for the rest of my life, to be totally honest, has nothing to do with the diet. Cause this would apply to any diet or any community not, not nothing bad to the diet, nothing bad to the community. This would just happen in general because of the way that I was and really just me being honest. Um, if you expected me to eat the same way, the same thing, things like every single mail every single day for the rest of my life it would only be a matter of time before i probably end up growing to hate it and wanting to be myself and the same thing that caused me to fail every other diet in the past would probably come up again right so i was like okay at the end of the day if all these different diets are going to point at the same thing look i'm not a rocket scientist but if you're like okay how are you doing this again Right. And they're like, okay, it's the diet I'm on. And you're like, okay, the diet you're on is the food that you eat. And they're like, yeah. And you're like, all right, what are the foods that you eat? Right. And I literally started, you know, going out and like, you know how we were as kids, we learned, you know, that like, uh, it's not about what people say, but what they do. Right. So I just started going out on like, you know, all over the internet, everything from Facebook groups, um, you know, um, YouTube. I went on Instagram, even Pinterest. I'm like, okay, cool. You're going to say all this stuff on the side of your neck about your diet. All right. Awesome. High five. I'm totally cool with you. Um, and you're pretty, you're saying all this is predicated on your diet. Okay, cool. And your diet's what you're sticking in your mouth. All right. Awesome. Show me what you're sticking in your mouth, right? Snapshot, snapshot, snapshot. And I did this all over the place. And I started to ask, it really started asking by one really super simple question, which was, I didn't know where to start. So I started with a very simple, obvious truth, which is, you know, look, if I'm a type two diabetic and we all know undeniably, whether we're looking at keto, vegan, whatever, if we all know undeniably for sure, whether we are reading case studies from around the world, whether we're talking to our doctors, or if we want to just ignore that and walk into the local hospital and we're watching people just like you and I dying in a hospital bed, right? And we need to be able to control and, you know, they have high blood sugars, right? Like super simple common sense, right? Like, so what food, what I started asking are like, what foods on this diet don't spike my blood sugar and spike it very little. Okay. I ended up whipping out, you know, a highlighter, which ended up changing my life forever. I didn't even know this was going to happen. Whipped out a highlighter, did what we all probably do. Went online, printed out a list, started highlighting foods. I flipped a page, long story short, I went from diet to diet to diet just to find like they were just matching over and over and over. I'm sure you can probably imagine that in your head right now, right? Because you're like spinach, 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 chicken, chicken, chicken. You're like, okay, dude, it's kind of redundant, right? So that led me, I stopped I stopped asking that question whatsoever. And I was like, dude, how many times do these things actually match just in general? And then what I started doing is I got a pack of highlighters and I started coloring them from lightest to darkest. So the more that they would match, I went from light to dark, right? And then, you know, so if I left off on a certain list or I found a food somewhere else, 
you know, because it was just went lightest to darkest. If I left off somewhere, I just highlighted the next color in line. You know what I mean? It's easy way to show me like where I left off or even if I forgot something, I can come right back around and, you know, hit that same food or whatever. Um, and next thing you know, I had like this color coded hierarchy, right? And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? And I'm like, dude. Um, and it was crazy because by this point I started to look at the work of other doctors. Okay. That focus specifically on blood, right? So a lot of them, you know, are going to talk about here. Here's why you do all these different, you know, here's why you do our diet, if you will. And you're going to see the results in the blood. And then when you look at like, all right, cool. What results are we going to see in the blood? And then the next thing you know, they're talking about the same markers, right? They're like, Hey, you know, fasting insulin scores, um, you know, fat, you know, um, C peptide scores, your eight, your a one C, right? Your blood sugar average. And you're like, all right, but you guys are all looking at the same thing, right? Um, I'll let you know right now. I'm actually trying to get, I think what might, and I might be wrong in saying this, but I'm just putting it out there now. I think I might have found one of the things that split this, which is going to be what's called the LPIR test, lipoprotein insulin resistance test. So I'm actually looking at interviewing a specialist on there and actually actually having them uh, put on the podcast. So let's see how that works out. Um, But yeah, you know, I was just like, look, man, like, I could easily see like all these different foods, not only whether I was looking at taking snapshots of people's food, um, you know, just over and over and over. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Right. So, um, I stopped. And by the time I looked at the dichotomy from one side of the spectrum or the other, from whether it's like, let's say zero carb, right? Like they call it, or even carnivore, right? Where you're eating no plants whatsoever. It's all animals, right? And even then they're kind of like divided, right? There's like, you know, classic zero carb, eat meat, drink water, right? Like the four word diet, right? Um, or even, you know, when you look at the, the work of Dr. Sean Baker, he's eating like just pretty much, you know, steaks and shrimp and eggs, stuff like that, right? Um, and then you look at the work of someone like, you know, Dr. Paul Saladino, right? Who's no like not only eating fat, but he's eating a lot of organ meats to get a lot of that nutrient dense content out of there, right? And then you go completely on the other side of the scale, okay? And not even they can all see eye to eye, right? So for example, you have on the vegan side, You've got people that are just eating vegan and you're like, all right, cool. And then you've got the other guys are like, no, we're going to have everything raw, right? So you got like raw vegan, right? And you're like, okay, right? And the next thing you know, you're like, there's even those guys are split up. You know, you have the Newcastle diet out of the UK, right? Which is all, you know, non-starchy, low carbohydrate, low glycemic vegetables, um, you know, under like 500 to 800 calories. And then you got like, Guys who don't even eat that and they're only eating fruits, the fruitarian diet, right? You're like, good Lord, right? Let alone all the other ones in between paleo, whole 30, right? The 30 day reset, Pritikins, um, you know, Mediterranean, pescatarian, um, you know, all these other diets. Well, anyways, I started to look at doctors. If all these other people were going to focus eventually on blood, I started looking at the work of other doctors who are writing and focusing specifically on work, which then led me to buying the books of Dr. D, uh, you know, Peter Diodamato's, um, uh, Diodamo's, um, blood type diet, right? Eat right for your blood type. Um, I ended up buying, I mean, Dr. Mark Hyman's blood sugar solution. And I also ended up buying Dr. Bernstein's, 
um, you know, um, diabetes solution, right? And then when I started to look at their foods, I couldn't help but notice they were the same foods. And I'm like, dude, it's like, and when we look at all these different diets, you know, proclaiming everything from fighting. Now, I'm not saying this at all, but what I'm saying is like even a seven-year-old could see this, right? Is that we, whether we look at all these different diets, right? So like, let's say you go on a Netflix and you watch, you know, uh, the magic pill, the documentary for keto or the paleo way, or even some of the, the vegan ones. If you do that same social media thing that I did, just fast forward all the all the words that people could say and just look at the food and take a snapshot of the food, you're going to start seeing these same ingredients over and over and over. It made me start to wonder, like when they say that they're helping type two diabetics fight cancer and all this other stuff, you know, fight inflammation, do all this other stuff. It's like, well, I mean, anybody could see that they're using so many of the same foods, right? They're, they're standing on the, so much of the same foundation and, even when you look at from one pillar to another, by this time I had to look at when we look at the extreme differences, also saying the same thing, for example, like zero carb, no plants whatsoever. And then a uh, vegan, all plants, no animal byproducts or products or whatever. It then forced me to now look at the four or the characteristics of you will of these different foods. So let me lay them out for you right now, which is these are going to be the four pillars Okay, so pillar number one is naturally we don't want to eat foods that can spike and skyrocket our blood sugar like regular Chinese food. I can't have the orange chicken, you know, the the uh, the uh, fried rice or the noodles or whatever. Right. Because that stuff is going to skyrocket my numbers. Okay, so the first pillar is low glycemic. Okay, we don't want to do that. Okay, and what I'm going to show you right now is literally how I position myself to win the game before I even open my mouth. Okay, so here we go. Number one, pillar number one, low glycemic. Now, if you ever go online and you look up a list of low glycemic foods, it's going to include things like apples and um, you know oatmeal. Okay, now, um, if you're anything like me or type two diabetic, I mean, for some type one diabetics, they can get away with that. However, for a lot of us type two diabetics, we eat that stuff and it skyrockets the blood numbers. Um, you know, for me personally, it'll easily double if I do, uh, if I do, um, um, you know, oatmeal without even closing my eyes, um, you know, easy double, um, if not over a hundred point bump, you know, um, with my eyes closed, even, you know, no, no worries. So that one pillar alone does not stand on its own. Okay. So how do we put another pillar on top of that, that wax that down? low carbohydrate. Okay. Low glycemic, low carbohydrate with those two pillars alone. Okay. You can now reverse engineer the success behind nearly any type two diabetic diet out there claiming. Okay. Now I'm not giving, by all means, I'm not giving you dietary advice. Okay. This information is for information purposes only. Okay. If you want to get goofy, inspirational, Purposes only, any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. Okay. I'm just going to really just call out common sense that like really is undeniable more than anything for just straight up informational purposes. And the fact that I hope that you can kind of like just see the same thing that I'm saying. Okay. So low glycemic, low carbohydrate. Why? Because if any diet is going to say that they're going to help type two diabetics control their blood sugar, well, we're tackling 
the two biggest pillars right out of the gate before we even open our mouth, before we even step our foot on the field, before we even put our feet in the ring, we've basically got the two biggest pillars that are making those proclamations, right? And I'll actually show you how to shortcut this in the next next secret, okay? But real quick, with those two pieces alone, whether you want to eat, you know, um, drive through takeout burgers, whether you want to eat whole, you know, vegan food, whether you want to eat paleo food, whether you want to eat Thai food, whether you want to eat Mexican food, whether you want to go to the burger joint, the barbecue joint, whether you want to, you know, <clears throat> go to the fish and chips place. And instead of getting the fried battered thing, you go ahead and get, you know, the dude, there's a place called California fish grill. All right. Oh my goodness. Best fish and chips ever. However, I obviously can't have that. Man, they will go ahead and sear that monkey butter. If you want to have it fish and chip style, sure. You can get it, you know, with the, uh, you know, with the, um, you know, with the lemon and the, um, the, uh, malt vinegar all over it. That tastes phenomenal. They also do it butter garlic style gangster, right? And then instead of the chips, um, you pick your favorite greens, everything from like, you know, asparagus to, um, you know, broccoli all day long. Anyway. With those two pillars alone, you can either eat like you're at the county fair and be goofy or you can be as healthy, super clean as possible. Okay. Now to take that to a whole nother level, if you want to just get super crazy with it and just crack it out of the park, the third pillar is going to be whole foods. Okay. Again, whole foods. Okay. And here's why. When we look at what a lot of what the diet industry has done to a lot of these different diets and how they ruin them. Right. So for example, if you're anything like me, um, you know, I think, um, you know, uh, John Joseph from the Cro-Mags, um, he's a vegan, um, athlete and a, a crazy dude, but awesome guy at the same time, super positive guy where, um, you know, he's vegan coincidentally. And he's like, yeah, dude, there's a lot of vegans out there that eat like horse crap. Okay. Just because it's vegan doesn't mean that it's healthy, right? Like, you know, French fries and beer, right? Like that's probably not all that healthy. Right. Um, at the same time, we see that with paleo. Right. We can go to these different, you know, health food stores and we see all these different, you know, um, bars, if you will, um, that have a big paleo sticker on it. Right. And then when you flip it over, they're just this like so chalked full of, you know, like agave or honey as like as a means of sugar to do basically the same things that all these other companies are using. Right. Same thing with keto. Right. The beautiful thing about keto is that it uses a lot of anti-inflammatory ingredients. Right. However, when we look at some of these diet companies that are making a lot of these products, they're like, oh, you want to hit your fat macros? Awesome. We're going to throw, you know, some cheap palm seed oil in there. And the next thing you know, like we have this crazy inflammatory junk food processed crap that's literally fighting everything that we're working for. Right. Not only that, when we look at food and we look at how it's processed, all the chemicals, the additives, the preservatives, the fact that they have to inject color back into that thing. Like, look, if they've got to inject color back into something just to sell it to us so we can like eat it and put it in our body like that should say something alone. Right. Let alone the fact if we started looking at all these different chemicals, additives, preservatives. And they can cause everything from excess fat retention, excess water retention, slow down the metabolism, right? Cause everything from tumors and cancers and rats. Like, look, I'm not a rocket scientist. Probably don't want to eat that thing, right? So obviously pillar number three, whole foods. And the beautiful thing about that is if you have, if you're shy about it or have an issue with it, step no, secret number one now gives you 
the tool that you can now use to bridge that gap at whatever pace works for you. Something that probably never, no diet had ever given you. You can now, instead of force yourself and do what had ever caused you to like fail maybe in the past, to now have the freedom and the time to take it at your own pace. Okay, the freedom to be yourself. This is all about freedom, freedom lifestyle, right? Okay, um, and then now, pillar number four. Pillar number four is going to be nutrient-dense multiple function, nutri- high nutrient content multiple function, and here's why, okay? As a type two diabetic, one of the biggest issues that we have is usually going to be everything from like, you know, um, you know uh, being able to have um, crashing energy, right? Like our energy can tank, um, a lot of times we can eat a lot and then we're like falling asleep or maybe like we can eat a lot. And we're still hungry. Right. And a lot of the, a lot of the times it's because of, um, as a type two diabetic, when we say it's a metabolic condition, our mitochondria doesn't necessarily work the same way that it once did for a non-diabetic. Okay. Meaning that there are type two diabetics out there. Um, and I think some studies say that where the mitochondria, which is a lot fancy word for saying like the energy center or energy cell or energy powerhouse or however you want to do it, the en- the engine, if you will, of the cell um, is at 50%. Okay. So imagine if you're anything like me, you get up in the, in the morning, if you've ever been in a cold place, you go to fire up the car. Imagine that thing on the engine of the car working with only half the engine working. Okay. Um, and the reason why is that it that makes it really, really hard for us is because if and when we eat processed foods in the processing process, if you will, a lot of the nutrient content tanks and it, it drops through the floor, which is a lot of times they have to like refortify and like re inject the crap back in, but it never really hits the same marks that it ever was when these foods were in whole form. So guess what? Imagine if you have a car or an engine, if you will, that's only working like, you know, on half the engine, if you will, and you give it really the fuel that we're giving it has a fraction of the nutrients that it needs to properly fuel itself. Well, naturally you can see why, how and why, like we have, you know, we, a lot of us can have issues with, you know, low energy and all this other stuff. Um, whole foods, new nutrient dense foods, easy way to like skyrocket that right back up. Okay. The other thing there is multiple function. Okay. Hitting, eating these super simple foods with multiple function. And here's what I mean. Okay. Um, when we look at all these different diets and all the different foods that they have in common. Okay. There's a handful of different ones out there. So let's start with one in particular, super, super simple, which is avocado. Not everybody likes avocado, but if you're going to understand this one example, by the time we look at all the different foods that all these different diets share along with all the countless, you know, hundreds, thousands, or possibly even tens of thousands of combinations that you can put these foods together. It's like this times 10 trillion. Okay. So here we go. Let's look at something like an avocado. So avocado helps us drive down bad cholesterol, helps us drive down, you know, blood sugar, right? At the same time, it's packed full of fiber. Good for either like our, our gut floor or even our small intestine. Feel free to look that one up, right? At the same time, um, it is full of healthy fats. Okay. Um, you know, um, also good, um, packed with uh, nutrients and vitamins, vitamins like A, E, and K, okay, because it is a healthy fat, also helps with the uptake of other healthy fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, E, and K, okay, 
also good for the brain, good for the heart, good for the eyes, good for the skin. Like who doesn't want any of that stuff? Right. At the same time, nobody ever said that you had to be like a, you know, anti meat eating Nazi or something like that to eat guacamole. Right. Same thing. Right. Or even, you know, vice versa to make sure nobody's left out. I'm not bagging on, you know, vegans or anything like that on the other side of the scale B12, um, um, you know, and, and like in beef and stuff like that, like it doesn't, you don't have to be all that crazy to have like a protein burger, right? Whether you're eating it at home or, you know, um, beef stir fry, whether you want to enjoy a ribeye, which is nice and fatty, or if you want to go lean or whatever, right? Or even if you want to go budget with something like a chuck or something like that, easily doable across the board. Okay. Now, um, when we look at those four pillars, okay bingo okay like bingo 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 now and obviously now that you can see how you can easily apply this stuff again dude mexican food okay i'm gonna have that guacamole okay and i can have that with my with my you know, with my uh, carne asada taco i can have it with my chicken taco i can have it with whatever okay it's not a lot of hard work whatsoever to eat these tacos just chuck the uh, you know the tortilla Right. And in its place, we can obviously have, you know, the guacamole, a little bit more salsa, depending on the salsa. Right. Um, we can have some of the, you know, like the crema or even like the sour cream. Right. Like, what is that? Like four in its place. Right. And here we are. Right. We're getting all this easy stuff with the freedom to be ourselves, freedom to now grow in direct whatever direction that we want at the pace we ever want. Very little work, all the freedom in the world. Now. Number uh, number three. OK. Um, here we go. So when it comes to being able to really shortcut, okay, um, I would actually say this is the easy A1C shortcut, okay? And here, I'm going to give you an example of that um, right now. So here's what we do. Um, we basically tip ourselves, okay? Look at our numbers just before we take our first bite, one hour after, and another hour after that, okay? Those three numbers, that little three-point turn, we can put against dang near anybody on any diet, and here's why, okay? When we understand what we put in our mouth and those three numbers, okay, that little three-point turn, okay, that little blood sugar curve, we can now understand what different foods are not only doing to our body, more importantly, it basically breaks down to three simple things, okay? Here's what I ate. Here's what happened. Here's what I'm going to do next. Okay. Here's what I ate. Here's what happened. Here's what I'm going to do next. Okay. And when we understand those three numbers, okay, we can literally shortcut the success behind day near any diet out there. All right. Not only that, we can find different things that no diet would ever actually ever give us. And here's what I mean by that. Okay. So you know how like some people are allergic to foods, right? And some people are like have different tolerances to different foods, right? The crazy thing about that is like, we're never really taught and no one really ever tells us or teaches us to ever even address that. So we can literally be banging our heads against the wall and hurting ourselves, just not knowing any better. And it's not that the diet thing is ever better. I think sometimes some people can get so caught up in the love and the esteem that they have in a quote unquote diet that we all like lose sense of common sense, right? When the common sense is like staring us in the face, right? For, here's a perfect example. Okay. So when I did the whole, you know, vegan thing, um, 
I was juicing at the same time. I watched a lot of these different documentaries that really just made it an anti-meat thing. Okay, like everything with you know animal byproducts and products were like the bane of human existence, and I bit onto that stuff a hundred percent. So I was just like, you know what? Here we go, fruits and veggies all day long, stuffed my face. Okay, because I I work a lot or whatever. One of the easiest things to eat on the go, obviously, is gonna be fruit. Okay, um, and so. Um, I was just eating all this stuff. Long story short, it blows up in my face. Okay. I was juicing a lot of the times. Um, I was doing Joe Cross's green juice. Again, I love his work at the same time because I had fallen for some of the ideologies in these other documentaries. And I think some of these people mean well, but they just, there's a big miss in common sense. Um, and so here's what I mean by that is that I would, then start to juice everything from mangoes, you know, bananas, apples, pineapple, whatever I get my hands on. Okay. And, uh, yeah, guess what happened with my blood sugar. Okay. If you take a type two diabetic and you give them a bunch of carbs, a bunch of sugar, right. Um, and you, you know, mix it with some of the fat that I was having in and like, you know, the, uh, the, the carrots and hummus, which is more carbs, right? Like carrot is a root vegetable, right? Also high in carbohydrates, right? What do you think is going to happen to my blood sugar? Right. Of course it's going to be through the roof. Right. And so um, also with, you know, because people ask me when I went zero carb, how it blew up in my face. If you want to see the actual blog article that I found, um, because I didn't know either. And when I did zero carb, it was I was trying to do it keto style. And so to hit my macros, I was eating these uh, pork rinds that you get from the Spanish place. Right. And those things I'll tell you right now are like crack. I still love the way they taste straight up, even though they don't work well with my blood sugar. Um, I can eat bacon, but if I just, I just gotta be able to eat like a certain amount. I can't eat too much. And, um, I know that if I ever hit like the eight ounce mark for sure, if I get like these, uh, the chicharrones that you get from the Spanish place, you know, with a thick piece of meat and thick piece of fat on it jacks up my blood sugar. If you want to see the post on it, it's a huge high five. I'm not saying anything bad about the zero carb community. In fact, it's a zero carber in a zero carb community that really kind of taught me this. Okay. So it's, um, the blog by the name of zero carb Zen and the blog is, um, you know, pork. Okay. Um, you know, zero carb Zen backsplash backs backslash pork, where she basically talks about, um, not only her, she's not even a type two diabetic having high blood sugars. Um, you know, um, she's, you know, with pork at the same time, people in the Facebook group that they're in, pardon me, are hitting numbers as high as like 170 or 175 and having high fasting numbers the day after in a zero carb group. Okay. And so here's why I say that if somebody would have showed me that three step A1C shortcut, I could have basically tested myself on day one at lunch and could have stopped beating myself up or cut the crap real fast before lunch on day one. And I say that because chasing my tail when I got, whether it was, you know, the, uh, the going the vegan way and I just, my, you know, my provider at the time being like, yo, you really need to change your diet. Not knowing that I did vegan because my A1C was high, my triglycerides were high. And then when my doctor had actually changed or my provider changed and I got a new doctor and by the time I got this new one to the zero carb thing, you know, she worked with my, my wife as well, ripped my head off. I didn't even know why, how and why that happened. And I was beating myself up. What's crazy is, is the, the failing part. Sure. That part hurt, but let me be honest. Since I was always like the token fat kid, it was kind of like, whatever, what really sucked is that I could have damaged myself or I did damage myself. And I'll never know if I can ever get that back. 
Okay. That part sucks. And I share that with you now in the hopes that I hope you know and understand that that doesn't have to happen to you. And, um, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Okay. If you feel weird about looking at your blood sugar numbers, to be totally honest, I understand. Okay. To be totally honest for me, it all happened with a mistake. Okay. I actually bought a ketone meter and goofball me about the ketone or the blood strips on accident about the Abbott labs precision extra. And to be totally honest, what really got me to really look at my numbers is because of the fact that I was too lazy to return the strips. Okay. So, um, it was funny. This really kind of dawned on me when, um, I was eating, um, I was still, you know, kind of like relying on keto a lot. Um, at the time, don't get me wrong. I still love, um, you know, keto. I'm not, I don't necessarily live in keto, um, anymore. I'm, you know, um, but in the same breath, um, I was, I had a dish of these Brussels sprouts, eight grams left stuffed to my face, looked at my blood sugar numbers. They were fine. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Like clearly I was probably miles out of way, out of ketosis. However, my blood sugars were still totally fine. Um, and so I was like, wow, like that's crazy. Right? So here's what I say by that. Now that you understand that when we understand the, the truth in that people's bodies can react to certain foods, right? Am I saying that the vegan people, you know, were, you know, bad for giving me that diet or do I, do I think that zero carb was bad because of what happened, you know, with my blood panel? No, not at all. I, I think that a lot of these people mean well, but like I was saying a little bit before, there's just common sense that, Hey, at the end of the day, like a lot of these, everybody's body is going to react to things different. And if we ignore that and we don't listen to what our body's probably trying to tell us, it's probably a huge reason why we have this broken pattern and this broken record. And I say that because it's not your fault. If you've ever gone down that road and you're, you're, you know, you feel weird about, you know, looking at your actual numbers, please know that it's not your fault because your DNA, what foods you ate growing up, what foods, you know, you crave, what, how your body reacts to certain foods and what you're going to have for lunch is unique to you as your fingerprint. And for anybody to ever deny you of that is super narrow minded. Um, it's almost like saying allergies don't exist or that people don't have certain preferences to food. Right. And I say that because when I started doing that three step A1C shortcut, not only could I now see what foods were doing, what more important, I'm going to take you to show you how to completely skyrocket that here in a second. But more importantly, I can now literally see within 30 days, I was able to see what foods do things that no diet ever showed me. Okay. And I was able to do it by looking at the same thing my doctor was going to look at anyway, which was my blood sugar numbers. Okay. And I hope this empowers you and inspires you more than anything, because this is probably one of the best ways, even if you have high blood sugar, I'm gonna give you a couple of examples here in a second, but even if you have high blood sugar, this should be something extremely empowering because it'll show you some things in direct correlation that no diet will ever typically show you, which is what foods don't spike your blood sugar, what foods and meals spike it very little. And here's the kicker, what foods and meals specifically can help you drive them down? Right. So now, even if you did have high blood sugar, right, for example, when I I'm sure on either one of those vegan or 
when I was doing the thing with pork, I had high blood sugar and I spiked it again. And I didn't know any better and I spiked it again. And I, I didn't know any better and I kept spiking it. Right? Now, we can now see, oh, hey, I can have this meal and it's helping me drive down my blood sugar. So even if I had a high blood sugar and I simply identified started finding foods that I already love that didn't spike my blood sugar, spiked it very little, or even helped me drive it down. Every single one of those three foods I put in my back pocket. Okay. Now we've got a whole bunch of winners. Okay. Now it's so much easier to drive that trend down. Why? You know how good it feels? Just imagine right now how good it feels when you start to actually see, even if you have high blood sugar numbers, and let's say you only have like a, like let's say you might try one food and it might feel bad because you get like a 50, 60, 80, 100, 100 point jump. All right, no worries. Let's turn the lights on, right? It's kind of like us when we were kids when, you know, like I have a kid, um, you know, I have kids and, uh, you know, when they were, you know, younger or whatever, kind of like felt bad about, you know, being with the lights on. Let's turn that light on. And let's say we have foods and meals that jack our blood sugar all up. Well, let's say we go out and we find another one that only bumps the blood sugar 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 points or whatever versus the 100. Bingo. Winner. Okay? Winners. Winner, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. And then next thing you know, when we have these ones that don't drive it as much, have a, like a flatlining effect or even have it down, oh my word. You can't, you can't imagine how good that starts to feel. Okay? And if you do... Imagine it right now, okay? Because I'll tell you right now, like I'm doing this and the reason why I'm using the tester, um, we now live in a day and an age where you can go to your provider and get, okay, something like the, you know, the Freestyle Libre where it literally just sticks onto you and you just push a button. You literally just push a button and say, hey, here's my number, ding, 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 like over and over and over, you know, without tipping yourself. I personally use the most common, dang near generic blood tester, the same one that doctors give away for free, the same one that my local pharmacy inside of the grocery store sells for $20 as really a means of to try to show people just how easy this could be. Okay. Now that you have those three things, you know, the, the, you know, um, here's what I got. Here's what I ate. Here's what happened. You know, here's what I'm gonna do next. Um, and you now have these ideas. You can now see all these different foods that are giving you these phenomenal benefits, right? Here's what's up. Okay. Let me give you another tip right now to crack that out of the park. Okay. Here we go. So, um, when we understand, here's what I ate, here's what happened. Here's what I'm gonna do next. There's really only three things that we can really do. And you can apply this to any diet. Okay. Thing number one is to eliminate. Okay. Perfect example. If I take a lollipop, okay, stick it in my mouth. Okay. And the the sugar from the lollipop hits my bloodstream, spikes my blood sugar, and I don't want that to happen. Okay. Chuck it. Okay. Super, super simple. Okay. Chuck the dang thing. Um, not my favorite, you know, thing to do all the time, but Hey, these are the cars that we were dealt. Right. Um, at the same time, um, that's number one. Number two is going to be either, um, you know, play defense. Okay. Or swap it out. Okay. So for example, we talked about the burger, right? Um, we, that fat burger closed, we go to this other place called the hat. Okay. And I love their pastrami burgers. Okay. So now, you know, um, I'll have a pastrami burger, um, you know, um, extra pastrami or sometimes extra cheese, extra patty Dude, by the time they have, they give me that thing. It's like a mound. Okay. It's like a mountain. And by the time I lather that monkey down with like everything from like, you know, picker pickles and mustard, I'm literally eating like I'm at the fair. No worries whatsoever. Not a lot of hard work. Right. 
stuffing my face. Why? I'm playing defense, and here's why. By the time I eat that huge mountain of food, I'm full, like 90, 95, 99.99999% full. So by the time I stuff my face with that, that gorgeous thing, if I were to slip, nowadays I don't really you know, have a French fry anymore, but even if I were, imagine now how easy it is when you're 90, 95, 99.999% full, even if you were human and you had a French fry or two, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing like having the entire basket of fries to start with, right? That is playing defense, right? Super, super simple. We can do this at any place okay number two swap it out okay perfect example another example there's a place called lucille's okay there's a barbecue place um they have this thing where you can basically take a salad and they can put your favorite barbecue entree on top of it okay and i love smoked pork even though obviously pork spikes my blood sugar okay so let's try to have this smoked pork and i try it and i do it with the spicy sauce i do it with the mustard sauce i do it with the you know the, the smoky sauce i do it with no sauce and for whatever reason Always spikes my blood sugar. All right, cool. Let's swap it out. Give me the smoked chicken. Give me the burnt ends. Give me the brisket. Okay? You don't got to sell me on eating barbecue. Okay? You don't got to sell me on eating burnt ends. You don't got to sell me on eating brisket. Definitely don't got to sell me on eating smoked chicken. Okay? Swap it out. Super, super simple. Okay? Then, number three is going to be to break it down. Okay? Thing number three, if you want to go ahead and take that one, is break it down. Obviously, the burger was a perfect example. I can't have the bun, can't have the ketchup. Honestly, protein burger, a lot of times, as good as is, bingo. Instant wins, okay? Instant, instant wins. So right now, you literally just found the three biggest, easiest, fastest secrets that can give you your best A1C ever, now and forever, okay? Now and forever, okay? Now, I told you in the very beginning, I'm going to give you a bonus one. So let me give it to you right now. Okay, so the bonus one is this, and it's a simple, simple, simple question. Okay, if you're anything like me, whether you're looking at other people struggling or maybe even you've tried diet, diet after diet, and there's different things, like we all know they have something good inside of them. However, there's different things that we want to be able to like get really, really good you know, results and all, but just not run into the same issues, right? Here's the bonus thing, and it's a simple question. Okay, here it is. Okay, what's the fastest, easiest, and most effective way for me to test the exact opposite of what's caused me to fail and countless others right now? Okay, so let me repeat that. Okay, what's the fastest, easiest, and most effective way for me to test the exact opposite of what has caused me to fail and even countless others right now? Okay, so perfect example. If you've ever done something like intermittent fasting, perfect example. Um, I was, you know, um, getting into it, and a gentleman, um, a client of mine that I was working with at the time, um, he was uh, he was uh, trying to do intermittent fasting, and he was working, and then at work he also heard of intermittent fasting through one of his coworkers, and he tried it. Okay. And he's tried to go, I think, straight from regular three meals a day and snacking to like fasting, I think something like 20 hours or I think he was doing like a 16, eight. I don't remember. It's one of the two. And what ended up happening is that 
at the time he was trying to be super healthy. So he was eating like, you know, everything from like almonds and like, you know, uh, celery sticks and whatever he can have at, you know, at, um, at, at the time. And so by the time he fasted, what ended up happening is, is that he was a big dude. He could get down and he would buy like two Chinese food entrees and stuff his face. And then he ended up eating way more calories than he even he was even trying to in the first place. And it totally backfired in his place, right? So he would try and he would force himself. And because he forced himself to go hungry for so long, right? It not only would it make it really hard for him, not only did he eat way more, not only ended up gaining weight, it slapped back. And, you know, it made it a million times harder for him to do it again. So what's the fastest, easiest, most effective way to try the exact opposite? Perfect example. If he's forcing himself, I'm not going to force myself. And here's how it dawned on me. One day, I literally went into work one day, and I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to intermittent fast, and I was just working along or whatever. I looked down at the clock, and it was like 10 o'clock. And I was like, huh? And he's like, tell me about his little window or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what my window is. And I'm like, wait, 10 o'clock in the morning. And I stopped eating at 8 o'clock. Okay? And so I looked back. I'm like, wait, 8 o'clock. I'm like, I'm eating. It's like 10 o'clock now. And I haven't even eaten anything yet. And this happens all the time, right? I'm like, wait a minute. 8 to 8 is 12 hours plus 2. That's 14. I'm like, I'm only two hours off from like a 16-8. You know what I mean? I'm like, wait a minute. That's a 14-10, right? I'm like, dude, okay, cool. So what if instead of forcing myself to go hungry, which then would force myself to binge if I were anything like that other gentleman, what if instead of forcing myself, I only asked for 15 minutes instead of forcing myself for hours, 15 minutes, right? And then 15 minutes became 30 minutes, became 45, became an hour, became two, became, you know, two hours, three hours. Next thing you know, I, I was able to grow now at my own speed. Nobody could really see me doing it. And before I know it, I'm able to do, you know, 20, 22 hours, 24 hour, 36 hour fast without a clip, like all while exercising and doing all this other stuff, not a lot of hard work whatsoever. And that's because I did the exact opposite. Instead of forcing myself, I took it easy. 15 minutes, you have a hard time, you know, doing, you know, eight, 20 hours, 14 hours, or, you know, 18 hours or whatever. Cool. Stop eating at 10 or stopping at eight and have your first thing at 10. That's 14 hours. Right. And then from there, 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay. I have another version of this. If you want, I actually start with one meal, controlling my blood sugar with one meal, the one meal, the, you know, how breakfast changed everything. Um, that's, that's, you can get that for free, um, on the website as a free download. Um, but yeah, I absolutely hope that serves you well. Um, man, um, feel free to like, you know, uh, play this monkey back. I hope more than anything, it absolutely, uh, serves you well. Um, because again, you can apply this to not only any diet, you can apply this to foods that you eat every day and, uh, bingo, you now have a, a way where if you've ever lashed back, you now have a way where, you know, that doesn't have to happen anymore because you're now giving yourself a foundation, a super, super huge foundation. And the cool thing is, is even if you do fall off, all right, give me a cheeseburger.
<laughs> you know what I mean? Let's go to Mexican food. I fell off. I'm human. All right, cool. Let's go for some Chinese food, right? Super, super simple. Anyways, I absolutely hope that serves you well. Um, hey, um, if you haven't already, check out the 21-day you know, um, transformation, uh, you know, uh, I 100% for free, um, a bunch of inside of that, you're going to get videos, downloads every single day. Um, and I'm giving it all away more than anything. Just like I was saying before, I also want to turn everything that we've ever seen on its head and give out so much more value just like this, make it so undeniably clear and so easy to not only help save as many lives, but help save as many families that deal and struggle with the same thing that we have, which is type two diabetes, because we all know, and we all know deep inside is that the faster that we lift one another up and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families and the faster we're saving families, the faster we change the world forever. So my heart's with you and uh, have an awesome day. Go crush it.